Hey everyone, it's Father Pat here today to offer you my reflections on the scripture readings for today. Our readings today are from Tuesday of the 33rd week in Ordinary Time. A reading from the second book of Maccabees. Eleazar, one of the foremost scribes, a man of advanced age and noble appearance, was being forced to open his mouth to eat pork. But preferring a glorious death to a life of defilement, he spat out the meat and went forward of his own accord to the instrument of torture, as people ought to do who have the courage to reject the food, which it is unlawful to taste even for love of life. Those in charge of that unlawful ritual meal took the man aside privately, because of their long acquaintance with him, and urged him to bring meat of his own providing, such as he could legitimately eat, and to pretend to be eating some of the meat of the sacrifice prescribed by the king. In this way, he would escape the death penalty and be treated kindly because of their old friendship with him. But Eleazar made up his mind in a noble manner, worthy of his years, the dignity of his advanced age, the merited distinction of his gray hair, and of the admirable life he had lived from childhood. And so he declared that, above all, he would be loyal to the holy laws given by God. He told them to send him at once to the abode of the dead, explaining, At our age it would be unbecoming to make such a pretense. Many young people would think the ninety-year-old Eleazar had gone over to an alien religion. Should I thus pretend for the sake of a brief moment of life, they would be led astray by me, while I would bring shame and dishonor on my old age. Even if, for the time being, I avoid the punishment of men, I shall never, whether alive or dead, escape the hands of the Almighty. Therefore, by manfully giving up my life now, I will prove myself worthy of my old age, and I will leave to the young a noble example of how to die willingly and generously for the revered and holy laws. Eleazar spoke thus and went immediately to the instrument of torture. Those who shortly before had been kindly disposed now became hostile toward him because what he had said seemed to them utter madness. When he was about to die under the blows, he groaned and said, The Lord in his holy knowledge knows full well that, although I could have escaped death, I am not only enduring terrible pain in my body from this scourging, but also suffering it with joy in my soul because of my devotion to him. This is how he died, leaving in his death a model of courage and an unforgettable example of virtue, not only for the young, but for the whole nation. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our response. The Lord upholds me. The Lord upholds me. O Lord, how many are my adversaries. Many rise up against me. Many are saying of me, there is no salvation for him in God. The Lord upholds me. But you, O Lord, are my shield, my glory. You lift up my head. When I call out to the Lord, he answers me from his holy mountain. The Lord upholds me. When I lie down and sleep, I wake again, for the Lord sustains me. I fear not the myriads of people arrayed against me on every side. The Lord upholds me. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. At that time, Jesus came to Jericho and intended to pass through the town. Now a man there named Zacchaeus, who was a chief tax collector and also a wealthy man, was seeking to see who Jesus was, but he could not see him because of the crowd, for he was short in stature. So he ran ahead and climbed a sycamore tree in order to see Jesus, who was about to pass that way. When he reached the place, Jesus looked up and said, 
Zacchaeus, come down quickly, for today I must stay at your house. And he came down quickly and received him with joy. When they saw this, they began to grumble, saying, He has gone to stay at the house of a sinner. But Zacchaeus stood there and said to the Lord, Behold, half of my possessions, Lord, I shall give to the poor. And if I have extorted anything from anyone, I shall repay it four times over. And Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come to this house, because this man too is a descendant of Abraham. For the Son of Man has come to seek and to save what was lost. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Eleazar knew he was being watched. Jesus knew he was being watched. Often during my visits to Belmont Abbey, I spend a few minutes walking in the cemetery there, visiting some old friends. There is Bishop Curlin, of course, who accepted me into the seminary. I was among the last group of aspiring priests he welcomed into the diocese before his retirement. I visit Monsignor Karen, the founding pastor of two of my three pastoral assignments. Monsignor Karen, I knew, was my first pastor in Charlotte, and later as a retired priest. There are also Father Kieran, Father Arthur, and Father David, priest monks who have died in the past few years, all of whom gently heard more than one of my confessions. I wonder if any of them realized I was watching them. I watched attentively, and just as importantly, I've heard stories told about them, the impact they made on the lives of others. I know none of them were perfect. Sometimes I witnessed or was even a little hurt by their imperfections. But there is something or some things I learned from each of them, a virtue to imitate or at least to strive for. I may not master those virtues as well as they did, but without their example, I wouldn't stretch myself in trying to do that, and I wouldn't have a pattern to follow. As a Christian, stretching is good, even necessary. Without stretching, you're certain to get nowhere. But without something or someone to stretch toward, without a goal, one is certain to fail. Jesus is the ultimate goal, of course, but it helps a whole lot to have some mileposts along the way to him. Be grateful for those who you watched, and be aware of those who are watching you. Have a great day.